Welcome back to Critically Incorrect, your weekly gaming podcast. I'm joined today by Charlie, if you wanted to say hi. Hello. So yeah, as I'm sure everyone watching on YouTube at least have noticed, yeah, I'm in a new place now. I finally moved into my dorm last week. So this is going to be the new normal essentially for the back end, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, glad that we can get some new scenery here. Besides that, of course, as I always want to remind you, of course, at the very beginning of this episode, if you have any comments, suggestions, topic ideas, throw them, of course, in the comment section down below or click the link to make our way to our Discord server. But with that being said, Charlie, as we start off every podcast with, what have you been playing? Uh, so the main game I've been playing this week is one that did actually release this week on PC and Early Access, um, and that is Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, or I think it's just called Blood Hunt, but it is set in that world. Um, it's a cool like, third-person battle royale game. You basically play as um, a vampire from one of the different clans that you pick a class from when you enter games, um, and you're just jumping around the map, uh, basically killing humans and stuff to get powers um and obviously fighting other vampires it's got some really cool twists um it is a little bit buggy right now and there's a quite a few people complaining about how the anti-cheat's working because there's a weird bug with it where when you close the game it's not closing the anti-cheat because it's like a kernel level one similar to what riot used with um valorant so there's some people complaining about that but they've said that they're working on fixing that as soon as they can um as well as like some performance issues and that kind of thing. But overall, the game's been pretty smooth for me, and I'm having quite a bit of fun with it, both solo and with some mates. Um, and the, the movement's probably the thing that I enjoy the most. It's super smooth, like climbing up buildings and sliding around. Um, overall, it just works really well. Um, obviously, we did also find out in the PlayStation event it's coming to PS5, so there's going to be even more people that get to play it, which is cool. I just hope it doesn't die off, because a lot of these games tend to do quite well in their first sort of week or two and then trail off so i hope that it can keep the player base because so far i'm having quite a bit of fun with it um and definitely want to keep playing that um aside from blood hunt um i haven't played a ton else i'll be honest um i've been pretty busy this week so that was my my sort of main game other than that it's been more league before the event ends um next week uh, they did like a mini concert thing for a new album that came out leading into the next event, which is pretty cool. Um, but other than that, I don't think I, I've played a ton else. It's mainly that and then more Destiny 2 because I am still playing quite a bit of that. Uh, just trying out like Iron Banner and stuff. I think I'm at like power level 13, 14 or something, which is like... I'm I'm nearing the cap now. I'm I'm slowly getting there, but uh, I'm having a lot of fun with Destiny still, uh, playing that with mates and on my own. Um, but there hasn't been anything else. I'm kind of just waiting for that next big game now, which I guess is Deathloop. So yeah, yeah, that's also like throwing me off. Deathloop's out next week, which is really exciting. We might be able to even talk about it next week. I think we're both picking it up, so look forward to that. Um, as for me, I haven't played terribly much. I was able to finish the game this week, though, so that's awesome. Danganronpa, finally finished that first one. That game was longer than I thought. It was like 25 hours long. It doesn't feel that way because it is a very story-driven game, so like there's blocks of time where I'll play for like four hours straight, right? Um, yeah, it's cool. Definitely a really good game. I started like the first hour of the second one, but I'm contemplating whether I want to go through it that or not because I have some friends that are starting it and I kind of want to experience it with them. But I also got games like Tales of Arise, which is out today, and then um, obviously Deathloop next week, so I'm kind of torn right now. Um, we'll see what I decide to do. But yeah, finished Danganronpa. Um, I sadly didn't even like was able to touch Ghost this past week, but I definitely want to go back to that. Um, yeah, it's just been the usual multiplayer stuff. 
haven't played much. I did actually install Blood Hunt and I played through the tutorial, but I was like in a VC with some friends, so I didn't want to like start a match and like you know obviously pay half attention. So um, I'll probably play through like my first match later today or something. Um, so yeah, looking forward to playing to that. And yeah, I guess we move on to the releases this week. Uh, you know, as I said before, we're entering September, so luckily this is starting to pick up. As we mentioned last week, the PS Plus games are out this week, so Overcooked for PS5, Hitman 2 for PS4, and Predator Hunting Grounds for PS4. Um, Charlie, were you able to play any of those? I'm guessing not, right? I haven't yet. I'm going to be playing some Overcooked this weekend. Um, I did see one interesting thing about Hitman 2, um, is that if you have PS5, you can just download the like Hitman 3 trial, um, and you can play all the Hitman 2 levels in the like PS5 version of Hitman 3 with all like the upgraded gameplay and stuff which is pretty cool so that's a handy little tidbit for anyone on that's getting it on ps plus you can use it in hitman 3 if you download like the free demo thing um so yeah that's pretty cool that is a cool workaround i also installed overcooked i'll see if i play that this week i definitely want to try that out it's been like a classic co-op game that i've always heard is a blast but also pisses you off so we'll see uh, vampire the masquerade blood hunt obviously dropped this week on pc i believe that was like on the 7th um so yeah definitely go check that out if you want to try another battle royale and it looks like it interests you tales of arise was the jrpg i was hinting at earlier that's out today on ps4 ps5 xbox family consoles and pc um, it's actually reviewing really highly it was like surprisingly high like i'm talking high 80s low 90s it looks like this game's like a gem at least if you know you're into jrpgs so make sure to pay attention to that another game that's also reviewing really well is actually another game that's out today and that's life is strange true colors same platforms playstation xbox and pc um and yeah that game also is reviewing really highly so really cool to see um one game that seems to be having issues though is sonic colors ultimate this is something that tends to be for the switch version at least um yeah sonic colors ultimate if you're a sonic fan obviously you're going to be picking this up just make sure you look out for that switch version it looks extremely buggy um like i saw things like it was giving people epilepsy it's not a good thing so yeah definitely steer away from that switch version but nice to have another sonic release and then as for this weekend is the cod vanguard closed beta i don't personally have a code i think you have to like pre-order or something um i do want to see if i could possibly get one just because i did miss the alpha that happened a few weeks ago um and this game i definitely want to try before i pick it up so i'm going to try to make a good effort to play vanguard this weekend and have some thoughts for next week um you planning on playing the beta this weekend uh not this weekend just because it's the closed beta for just playstation um next weekend they've got the open beta for playstation and closed on xbox and pc um and i got a code for the pc beta uh because they were doing like a giveaway on the cod like twitter thing like today and yesterday so um i got a code for me and one of my mates so i'll be playing it next weekend but um probably not this weekend gotcha Anyways, this week we saw the finally, you know, Sony broke some news with their PlayStation Showcase. It was a roughly a 40-minute event, and yeah, Charlie and I are going to get through all our thoughts here. Um, I guess to start it off, I'll just go through the big, you know, kind of highlights, right? So they started the show with Star Wars um, Knights of the Old Republic remake. I believe this remake was announced a bit ago, but this was like the first time we actually saw like, you know, footage or like, you know, a teaser of it, right? And it looks like it's going to be a console exclusive for the PS5, so a pretty big get for Sony. Um, um, for those that don't know, Knights of, the Old, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, I believe, is a pretty classic game. Um, I've heard plenty of things. Sadly, it was like right before my um, generation, kind of. So it's a game I missed out on, but looks like I'll be trying it out here soon enough. Um, 
there are were like a lot of fillers for like other games that we've you know sadly have already seen before so things like definitely got another trailer um you know, Blood Hunt was there, a lot of like state of play level announcements, but later on in the end, we did get some big announcements. They started with Uncharted um, 4 and Lost Legacy, both getting remastered for PS5 and PC. It looks like this is coming spring 2022. Naughty Dog's handling the console, you know, PS5 remaster, and Iron Galaxy is handling the PC one. The PC um, versions are going to be sadly slightly after, um, but nonetheless, you know, they're still coming. Alan Wake remastered got a trailer that looked really cool. Again, that's coming out on October 5th. This is actually um, right after I think we recorded last week's episode so yeah a bit of news there Alan Wake is getting remastered and it's like literally coming out in less than a month so really cool stuff there if you haven't played Alan Wake I definitely recommend it um, yeah and then the final announcements Insomniac announced two more games this one conference it's crazy um so they started off with marvel wolverine um yeah I we were like in a call right and we couldn't really guess until obviously um Obviously, the Blades came out, and yeah, they're making a Wolverine game. This is going to be led by um, Brian. Oh, not yeah, it's going to be led by I forgot his name, but it's Brian the director Brian Horton. There we go. He was the one that was um, in charge of Miles Morales. So it looks like it's going to be somewhat the Miles team taking over on this, um, which is really cool to see. And then after that, Insomniac had yet another game to reveal, and that's the sequel to Marvel Spider Man. It was a prediction I had. Um, didn't end off the show, but it was close enough. Um, and we got to see Venom. People are speculating who the mysterious voice was. I think we're, um, what was the name of the guy again? It was like Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter, yeah. Um, definitely really cool. Sadly, it wasn't called Spider Man like Charlie wanted, but <laughs> definitely a cool announcement nonetheless. And then they finalized the show with another look at God of War. It was a pretty big trailer. Um, big takeaways is it pretty much looks exactly like the first game, but it looks like this is going to have some pretty significant like story um, elements behind it because this is going to be ending off the Norse, the Norse uh, saga. Um, Atreus is a standout because obviously the actor that plays him is older, so now Atreus has to be older. His voice is a lot deeper. He's a bit taller. Um, it looks like they're going to be playing a lot on his like heritage as well as you know Thor coming in and Odin and Freya is obviously pissed based on the last game. So very, very cool stuff there. Um, and yeah, so I guess, Charlie, I'll quickly ask you here, um, you know, any other highlights I didn't hit on and what were ultimate, like, conclusional um, thoughts on the showcase? Um, yeah, I think I think you covered most of the stuff. There was also a few, like, smaller things there that were pretty interesting. Uh, stuff like Project Eve was a new game uh, that looked pretty intriguing. And for Spoken I have as well. Heard of the, this year, yeah, for Spoken looked pretty cool. We also found out that that's being well. One of the writers on the game is Amy Hennig, who obviously we all know and love from Uncharted One to Three. So it's pretty cool she's working on that. Um, it looked interesting. I'm kind of mixed on it. I think it. I saw Jeff Grubb talk about it, and his kind of thoughts were what I was thinking, which is it looked really good, but also really generic at the same time, and then really good, and then really generic. Um, so I'm like partially interested in it but partially not so but it's out relatively soon right it's spring next year so be interested to see more of that when it gets closer to release um but out of the like what i thought of the the event overall um i thought they had a decent showing it's just the way they laid it out was kind of poorly done um i get what they were trying to do by sort of having all the third party stuff and it was mainly stuff we knew about there's a few cool surprises nice the old republic um remake hadn't been announced yet but we'd heard a lot of rumors so we kind of knew it was happening um and 
a few other bits here and there, but it was mainly games we'd heard of, and like you said, very state of play level things until that last sort of 10 minutes. Um, I think if I was Sony, I would have done something similar to the the 2018 show where you know they focused on what was it the four games they had a few things in between but they had spider-man death stranding ghost and last of us and they did like a big blowout for each i know obviously a lot of these games are, are not close you know wolverine is literally just in a production spider-man still a few years off uh, but i think even with those it would have been nice to see the trailer and then maybe have sort of a couple minutes with the developers kind of just talking about what the game's going to be um maybe go into a bit more details about gameplay because with like insomniac for example we didn't get any of that at the end of the show they didn't really talk about it and i would have liked to see like brian in come out and talk a bit more about the story of spider-man 2 um i imagine it won't be too long before we see more of that like sometime middle of the year like e3 time maybe even this time next year uh we see spider-man again but I think it just would have been nicer to have that stuff spread out through the show rather than all jammed at the end. I thought it worked really well at the end of it, but I was sat through most of the show, I think, like you were as well, Brian, and just kind of being like, yeah, if they don't show just like more than just God of War at the end, it's going to be kind of disappointing. Um, so I, I think the stuff they showed was cool. It's just the way it was laid out was pretty disappointing. Um, I'm trying to, I've been thinking like what my favorite kind of announcement they had there was. I think for pure shock value is probably Wolverine because I don't think anyone really saw it coming. Um, obviously, we all knew Spider-Man 2 was going to happen, but the fact that they announced, you know, multiple projects here, let alone Spider-Man and then it being Wolverine as well. I think that's really cool. I'm really excited to see what they do with it. Obviously, it's going to be a long time before we see anything. I imagine at least a few years before it shows up again, uh, just because of how early it is. But I could definitely see it coming out like 2024 right because they're probably going to be having these two teams working alongside each other um, for the next couple years so it would make sense if it came out relatively soon after um, spider-man 2 but i think that yeah god of war looked great obviously it looks very much like the last game kind of makes sense it's still on ps4 but i'm very excited for that i wouldn't be surprised if that's sort of like a, a june july time game you know they probably want to spread it out a little bit from horizon um but it was looking great it seems like they're pretty confident that it is gonna come next year which is good um so i'm excited about that obviously spider-man 2 looked great uh i'm intrigued to see what they do with the plot i'm a big fan of craven craven's last hunt is one of the best spider-man comics ever uh, which funnily enough has a big thing to do with the black suit so i don't know if they're gonna do something with that um but yeah overall i enjoyed the event i just think it could have been laid out a lot better than it was yeah i pretty much mimic your thoughts um a lot of the times these like conferences and shows come down to like what you're expecting what you get and like everything we heard going in like people are hyping this thing up and for good reason like if you look at strictly the announcements this like if you would have told me like they announced marvel spider-man 2 wolverine a new trailer of god of war that had like gameplay right and we got like nights of the old republic remake i'll be like yo this is going to be such a great showcase and it was a good showcase but it was like surrounded with so much filler and state of play level stuff that it kind of like brought it down for me it was at a point where we were like 35 minutes in and it's like what have they announced here besides knights of the old republic remake <laughs> and project eve and project eve wasn't even like a new announcement i'm like 
yeah, like surely they should have spaced this out better. Um, it definitely seemed like they only had really Insomniac updates and um, God of War updates, and they just had to throw all this stuff around it. Um, but yeah, it's weird. If I would have done it differently, I'd definitely mimic your thoughts with like spacing it out, right? Um, similar to how they did with the June event. Um, I also think that probably should have showed another good look at Horizon or like saved that released it announcement for here as well, just so you can have that. It was kind of weird. This conference is ultimately, or this showcase was like a really weird one because you know there's more than just the games they showed there. Like no doubt Factions 2 will be out next year. No doubt, um, well, well not no doubt, but most, in my opinion, I think we'll get the last of remake next year. Um, but obviously this just wasn't the time and place for it. Um, yeah, if like this event was supposed to kind of like mark more games on the calendar, I was hoping we'd get more games kind of like solidified for 2022. But the image is pretty much the same. Now we just know that in 2023, that Spider-Man uh, apparently is getting its sequel, which I already thought was going to be 2023. And then we got Marvel's Wolverine. Wolverine was the biggest one for me because that was a general shocker. Um, I've been like vocal that I think that like while I'm looking forward to Sony's first party lineup going forward, a lot of it is going to be games that I know what to expect because they're just sequels to like really good games on the ps4 so wolverine is nice um, um i definitely trust obviously insomniac to do it justice and i'm really looking forward to that um but yeah it's just yeah it just the way they laid it out and having like so many trailers like they said winter and beyond yet we have a trailer for Deathloop, which is like coming out in five days which we don't need especially since it's been at every other thing um but yeah but based on like the you know pure trailers i'm looking forward to spider-man 2 and wolverine um, so yeah, Insomniacs is crazy. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like, I wonder if if it's Sony that wants, like, if Sony's asking for trailers from Insomniac, or if Insomniac is literally just going crazy and they already like made these trailers or something. Because like, surely after Ratchet and Clank and Miles, like, Sony's not like begging Insomniac to show something. It's like maybe they're just firing on all cylinders and they were like, <laughs> like the closest to showing something or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, right? I like. I feel like, Sp I mean, both Spider-Man and Wolverine, I feel like you could have skipped them, but Spider-Man yeah. makes sense for the pure reason of there's a lot of hype around Spider-Man right now, and I think that was what most people who were predicting it would be here, that was their reasoning, is, you know, Spider-Man's really popular right now, so why not capitalize on it and show it here? Wolverine, I think the only reason we saw it is because they were worried it would leak. Um, okay. From the sounds of it, I think a lot of people had heard about the game but weren't revealing it. Um, whether that was VGC or Jason Schreier, those kind of people. And also seemed like they didn't um, know David who Jaffe. was making it. Because I saw yeah, like, a lot of the insiders were surprised. It, but they, they knew there was some kind of Marvel project. Um, so I would have... If it wasn't announced here, I would imagine by the beginning of next year we probably would have heard of it um, in some form or another as a rumor or a leak. So I feel like maybe they were just trying to get ahead of the curb because it seems they're really excited about the project. So they were kind of worried they'd let it slip because from the blog post and stuff, it is very early. Um, they only met up to pitch the game a few months back. So it's very early on, you know, they're just starting to put together the team and and sort of the gameplay and that kind of thing. So um, that's I think that's the main reason we saw it here. Um, it would have been interesting if they didn't have that stuff. What would they have shown? Like, yeah. maybe Last of Us, right? But, like, the showcase would have been a lot smaller if he didn't have those Insomniac announcements. Yeah, they're literally carrying. Like, it's crazy, like, how quickly this team is firing off games. Like, I was making a statement, like, at the very end of the stream. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get out of the PS5 generation. They've made, like, 10 games. It's, like, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, is this, I don't even know how many people work there, but it seems like a huge number, or they're just very productive and talented. I mean, obviously, they're talented, but, yeah, it's crazy, man.
Um, obviously, it's like it's a, it just felt weird that they showed 2023 games and beyond because obviously we know that there's going to be games next year and we know that PSVR 2 is next year as well. So it's like a weird, you know, it's such a weird reason. But I definitely agree that it's probably because they knew Wolverine was going to get leaked. And then obviously Spider-Man 2. Yeah, that's a good reason Spider-Man is hype right now. But my my thought process has always been like they need to have like another big exclusive, right? So they started that first showcase um, and they announced uh, Horizon at the very end. They announced God of War at the end of the second one. And then here at the third one, they announced Spider-Man 2. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Um, it's also just obviously done because marvel games are selling like look at spider-man's trailers and like the trailers that we get for spider-man they always do like four times every other trailer it's crazy and i'm sure wolverine will do not as well as spider-man but will still do really well um yeah i've seen some people throw around that they're you know conflicted that insomniac's going to be working on now too uh you know marvel ips and that they're going to be like a marvel studio and i definitely can see the concern but you know, obviously we just got Ratchet and Clank, so it's kind of hard to complain when we just got, you know, a great entry in my opinion. Not the best, and it could have been better, but we got a great entry in Ratchet and Clank. And, you know, just obviously Marvel sells, so I guess that's their reasoning for it. What do you Things what did you with, think about the whole entire thing, you know, with Insomniac I, working on the Like Marvel? with that, I don't really get the complaints. Mainly because what were they working on before Spider Man and like Sunset? It was Ratchet for about fifteen years. So, like, they probably don't want to work on Ratchet for a while. Like, sure, I'm sure there's some of them that do, but I think, going, judging by the blog post and, the, you know, the teams on Twitter and stuff, they're super passionate about Marvel, and that's what they want to work on. So, and if that comes across in the work like it did with Spider-Man, it's very clear that they know and love these characters. Um, judging by the trailer for Wolverine, it seems like they were going in a much darker and mature direction, which I really like, and I hope they do that. Because um, Wolverine can be done, you know, in a, a teen PG kind of setting, but he is at his best when he's all out and you can just be super violent and mature. Um, so I do hope that's the direction they go in. Um, I have faith in Insomniac. They haven't released a bad game in a a long time um there's not really a game i can think of that stands out that is bad to be honest sure they've got some weak links um in like the ratchet series and stuff but overall like they haven't released anything as of late that's disappointed me so um i'm excited i think most other people should be too just because it's marvel doesn't mean it's you know the same right it's still going to have a ton of passion and work put into it and it's probably going to be very different than spider-man so yeah yeah and then if you look at it wolverine is essentially going to be like a new ip like sure it's like an ip that everyone knows from marvel but like in terms of gameplay wise it's definitely going to be nice and it's going to be a lot different from spider-man which is nice um hopefully it won't be open world we don't know you know too many details yet but yeah um in terms of like insomniac's future i definitely am happy with them doing marvel ips going forward at least you know obviously they're going to stick with spider-man since obviously they're the they seem to be the studio that does it the best and then i um, imagine wolverine will happen we'll see what happens after that game comes out um i'd like to see them do a psvr game as well just because i know some of that team has been you know familiar with vr because obviously they worked with oculus in the past so it'd be nice to see them um, I've always said ever since they were acquired, you know, it's another studio that could work on PSVR too. So hopefully they can somehow make like a smaller kind of game. Maybe it's like a Spider-Man tie-in yeah, in VR or v something. a VR game before Spider-Man 2 comes out. So they'll yeah, already have three titles by the time. <laughs> That'd be crazy. You think it's possible, right? Like surely they could. 
like something I smaller, mean, maybe. I haven't heard any of the like VR team talk about Spider-Man, so I feel like Insomniac's big enough that they could have a smaller team working on a VR project of some kind. Uh, yeah. Which I think they should, because they did really great stuff for Oculus, so. Yeah. So this showcase, obviously, you know, it's a weird one, but we're definitely getting more stuff. Like, if you ask me, obviously, hopefully, Factions 2 comes out by the end of 2022. My God. Um, and then, obviously, we'll have PSVR 2, which will no doubt see Team Asobi's next Astrobot game. Um, I think we'll also see London Studios' next project. There's been kind of like some conflicting reports whether they're even working on VR anymore. I'm just going to assume they are, but it's possible they're not. Um, but just because like Blood and Truth was a great game, I don't. I'd see, I feel like their talent would be wasted if they weren't doing VR still going forward. So I think we'll probably see another game from both of those studios, Team Asobi and London Studios, hopefully next year. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a weird one for sure. But um, yeah, just the showcase that we got. And... Yeah, I'm still excited just because obviously Marvel's Wolverine and Spider-Man 2 looks cool. So definitely leave your thoughts below. I definitely um, have seen the reactions online. It seems to be very positive just because of, you know, Insomniac. Um, and then obviously God of War. You know, we could talk about God of War for like another 10 minutes if we wanted to. Um, just talking about the story and stuff. Um, it's like nine, all nine realms are going to be playable, which is really cool. That was like a big kind of, not big complaint, but, um, you know, obviously like potential from the first game. Um, it seems to be playing very similar to one. Um, it looks like you can use the blades as like a grapple. That was like one thing I saw. <laughs> There's like a wolf sled, which looks absolutely adorable. Um, and yeah, I just, obviously it's going to, you know, continue the story that we saw with one. It's interesting that they're going to conclude the saga with this next game, because if you ask me, God of War 2018 didn't really set up a lot to be concluded on. Like it felt like the first game in like a trilogy, like in a way, I'm really happy that they're concluding it with the second game. Cause this means that this game is going to go all out on the story and it's going to like, you know, give us some answers. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, this game must be big if it's going to, you know, conclude the saga. Cause we have, we hardly saw like teases of Odin really in the first game. So what'd you think about God of War? Yeah, I, I think it looked great. I'm really excited to see where they go with it. I know um, David Jaffe was talking recently that he's heard from people he knows that they're aiming for like 40 hours of gameplay with Ragnarok. Yeah. But he was like, I don't know whether that's 100% or, you know, main story or what, but like either way, that's a lot of gameplay. Um, and the fact that, you know, they are saying that they want to end the saga here and like you said they they had story in the last one but yeah it really wasn't like i felt like i got half a story it felt like it was the first you know act of a of a larger story so i feel like they're gonna have to do a lot to really make it feel like it's the middle and the end of a saga um to me though that does say that um after this because i mean cory barlog's obviously already moving on to other things but it sounds to me like they maybe want to just start doing God of War in different periods, right? Like they'd already talked about the ideas of doing Egypt and stuff before they did Norse mythology. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe that's the direction they want to go in. Um, but yeah, it looked great. It looked like more of what we, we, we saw with 2018 just improved different enemy types, more abilities for Atreus and stuff. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm obviously really excited about it. It looks really promising um it seemed like in that trailer they were showing a lot but at the same time i feel like 
judging by how it is going to be the end of the saga maybe they're not right like it's one of those trailers that you see a lot but it's very out of context it's not like one of those trailers where you walk away like walk away knowing everything it's like you see a lot of snippets of cool stuff but you have like no idea of like where that takes place in the game yeah because like they 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 were making a big deal about finding Tyr, right and they they want to find him because they they need his help because he's the god of war in that universe obviously they want his help to go against odin or whatever their plan is so but and they they end the trailer with them finding tear that seems like a major deal but i imagine that's going to happen very early in the game um which i would hope so because that also means that there's a lot more to the game um than they're letting on but i definitely think that whatever they showed in that trailer is all very early on we saw that with most of the stuff for god of war to be honest i don't think they showed a ton they ended the off the trailer for world um, serpent like we pretty much only saw like that first few hours really kind of yeah they they didn't show t- apart from i want to say like the launch trailer i feel like that maybe showed a little bit yeah more, all the launch overall, trailers show a lot overall they didn't show too much you got to war and a lot of it like you said with this one was out of context so i really hope they don't show too much um because i want to go into it as fresh as i can because i did love the last game but yeah overall i'm really positive on it so far so yeah yeah yeah, it was like more confirming what I thought. Like, it's definitely a safe sequel. Like, it's going to play exactly like the first one, which, you know, I would want them to go more ambitious with this next one just because obviously, you know, we played God of War 2018. It'd be nice to get something else. But obviously, this is going to be continuing the story that they started with one. So it makes sense. It's going to be very familiar to players. Um, that and also it's on PS4, right? So they can't really do too, too much different. Um, but yeah, it does look cool. Um, I definitely had a blast playing 2018. I definitely want to replay it again. Um, I just hope there's not as much backtracking. That was like a big complaint I had with 2018. So the fact that I heard Nine Realms, I'm like, God, it's already making me picture right now that I'm going to be in that hub going between Nine Realms and walking back and forth and all that stuff. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, cool showing nonetheless. Um, and yeah, obviously Corey Barlog's probably working on like a new IP. Um, there's rumors that they're going back to that space IP that was apparently canceled before God of War 2018. So cool stuff all around there. And yeah guess that really concludes the showcase nothing else pretty much obviously um probably this is the last one for the end of the year if you ask me if we do get something it's going to be like a horizon state of play but even then i could see that happening in like january so it's probably going to be pretty quiet towards the end of the year maybe we get like a headset reveal for psvr or something i feel like we're still due for something like that but um at least in terms of like big showcases we're pretty much good i think for now so yeah there's a Disappointing showcase, but also a really cool showcase in a lot of ways. So it was a weird one for sure. And yeah, we'll move on to our other news stories and we'll start with Halo Infinite. So Halo Infinite's obviously been doing those previews where people are able to play, I believe the ones that have happened so far. Charlie, you can correct me, but I think they were only with bots. Did they start adding online players or no? I think they did like a few hours where they had against actual players, but it wasn't for very long. Yeah, so the next preview is going to be starting here on the 24th, so... Yeah, obviously Halo Infinite was a game that we recently got a release date for like December, so it's nice to see that they're doing these previews up until December. I still feel like that multiplayer is going to be the most polished thing by the time this does launch in December. Um, yeah, it's weird and everything going on with that, like the campaign and the fact that Forge is delayed is interesting, but um, yeah, nonetheless, it's good to see that they're still, you know, giving previews out and getting feedback, so cool to see. I hinted at this earlier, but Alan Wake Remastered was leaked. I want to say it was like over the weekend or maybe on Labor Day. Um, but yeah, it was like leaked from like some 
um, website that had like a listing up early for it. And then I believe Sam Lake wrote a blog post. I want to say it was like on Tuesday, like right after the weekend, pretty much confirming it exists and listing off all the available platforms and saying it's going to be a remaster. It was very light on details and we only had like a logo, um, but that was corrected with the PlayStation Showcase, which gave us a new trailer at it. It definitely looks like a remaster instead of like a remake. It, it looks like one of those in between like ports to like, you know, polishing up on it like it's nothing crazy um yeah it definitely looks cool though it's nice that it's coming out soon um october 5th is like a perfect time for that kind of game um i'm not sure is it full price or are they charging like 40 is it like 60 i think it's i want to say it's 30 bucks because it's 30 bucks is great because it's 25 pounds i saw to pre-order it is 30 Um, bucks yeah it is 30 yeah that's a great price so i definitely recommend that yeah. yeah That's a good price. I don't think it includes American Nightmare, which is alright. I kind of get why they're not including it, because I imagine it will get all retconned when they eventually do Alan Wake 2, uh, but it would have been nice to for them to uh, include it in there, but I'll definitely be picking it up. I love Alan Wake, so... Yeah, I, I was... Uh, play it. I played it two years ago, and I streamed it all, and it was a good game. I definitely think the gameplay was a little weak for me, but it was nothing that got in the way. Um, obviously, I played it mainly for like the story and the atmosphere and the characters, um, just you know, ultimately what's going on in that world. Um, the DLC, I remember that was pretty. I don't know, it was it was good, but it was, felt very boring. So I definitely don't think you're missing too much if you don't play. I don't know. Did you like the DLC a lot, or? I enjoyed American Nightmare just because it was different, and it was it was a weird one because they developed it after they couldn't uh, finance Alan Wake Two. So it kind of mm. took some ideas from two and kind of shoved it into this mini game type thing. So yeah, yeah, definitely need to like catch myself up on it. And then I don't even think I played the Alan Wake like DLC that they did for Control, which I've heard was pretty cool. So yeah, it was definitely cool. gotta do that. Anyways, another news story is VGC reported that the Twisted Metal TV show um, that we already know obviously is confirmed based on Sony. Um, that game that was rumored is apparently a thing, so they kind of backed it up this week. VGC is obviously Video Game Chronicles, a very, oh, I say very new. They started like last year, but it's definitely a site that's pretty, I'd say, low-key, so definitely go check it out. Pretty much everything they've reported on so far that I believe, at least we've talked about in the podcast, has wound up true. I think the only thing I've reported so far that hasn't been true is like the Horizon co-op thing, but even that, you know, still remains to be seen if that's like another project or something, but definitely a really cool news story over there, uh, or news outlet over there. Um, yeah, Twisted Metal, obviously, we talked about this, I want to say, like a week or two ago. David Jaffe doesn't know for sure whether or not this is a thing. Apparently, they're not involving him. Um, but I gave my thoughts a few weeks ago. I definitely think Twisted Metal would be a cool game to see return. It's just one of those IPs that's very different than you know the catalog of games we're seeing, especially just after the PlayStation Showcase, right? It's just very different. Um, so I'm definitely all for it. Um, do you have any updated thoughts, Charlie? Or about the same? Yeah, I, I hope that it is a thing. I think the, the idea that it's going to be a tie-in to the TV show or whatever they're doing would be interesting. Um, I get why they're doing that, because I think Sony do want to move into more of the space of stretching into these other mediums and actually using what they have. You know, they are a, a movie and entertainment studio first and foremost, so it makes sense to push into those markets. Um, but if it does happen, it'll be a real shame that they don't get david on board to at least help in some way um but yeah i'm i'm definitely interested in seeing a new twisted metal because it's been it's been too long now definitely agree i'd say like that sly and infamous are due for return um obviously those games aren't all like 
you know, definitely profitable or as least safely profitable as other IPs are, but I definitely would like to see them return. Anyway, speaking of IPs returning, Crash is apparently getting yet another new game, which is awesome to see. Uh, essentially what's happening right now is news outlets are getting kind of these packages sent by Activision, which has like a little note for it. Um, it's pretty much teasing another reveal. If you don't know, both the CTR racing game and um, Crash 4 were initially teased based on like these packages that were sent to like news outlets that would tease like a, no, a new um, showing of it. Um, so that happened with both Crash 4 and CTR. And usually it would happen, it, like whenever the press would get these notes, it would happen within a few days or a week or so. Um, so when this started happening earlier this week, I assumed it was going to be in the PlayStation Showcase, but nonetheless, nothing happened. And then obviously we're at today, Friday, and still nothing has happened. So it's possible it's coming out next week, but it's also um, been Crash's 25th anniversary, so it could just be kind of poking fun at it. Um, people have been able to find out what this is teasing though. Apparently there's been like this crash PVP game, um, kind of like a party game that's been leaked for quite some time now. Um, I forget what it's called in particular, um, but it's essentially this crash PVP party game that is, um, yeah, pretty much just that it's a PVP party game. Like details are in like some videos. I personally haven't checked it out yet because I don't really want to get spoiled on that kind of thing. I'd rather just hear it from Activision, but um, yeah, it's another Crash game, which is always something that excites me in particular. I don't think ever since Insane Trilogy they've dropped anything bad. CTR was amazing, especially since you got all three of those games for $40. Crash 4 was a great underrated platformer, and CTR obviously is a gem. It's a great racing game. So, yeah, you can't go wrong. They haven't proved me wrong yet, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Charlie, you looking forward to this up, you know, leak Crash game that's coming out? Um, this one I'm personally not too interested in, mainly because I think the reports are it's going to be kind of like Crash Bash from PS1, which was never a game that I really cared for. Uh, like you said, it is like a PvP party-style game. I don't play too many of those, mainly because they don't usually have online modes. Um, so, because I'm not a uni anymore, I don't have, like, housemates or anything to play them with. Um, so, like, I haven't really touched anything like that or, like, uh, Mario Party or anything as of late. Um, but if it has, like, some cool, like, online mode or something, maybe I'll give it a go. Um, but I'm glad to see they're still supporting Crash and that it's doing so well. Um, I just hope that we get a steady flow of stuff now, maybe some more Spyro stuff next year, um, just because we haven't had anything since uh, the Reignited trilogy, right? So it'd be nice to see a new Spyro game at some point as well. The but, name yeah. is Wumpa League, I know that for sure. And then apparently okay. it was rumored that it's going to come out this year, so maybe we get it next oh. week or something like that. So that'd be cool. Yeah, it's been rumored for a while now. Like I've been finding posts about it since like before crash 4 came out so it looks like this is something that's been long rumored so very cool to see something actually you know from activision themselves and yeah keeping my eyes out for that and yeah anyways sadly and a weird news story that dropped this week is the fact that titanfall 2 is hacked so essentially what's happening right now is apparently there's some sort of vulnerability in the system where um anyone that can access like the console servers of the game can essentially run commands on other people's games um yeah there's like a big warning that came out from respawn themselves uh just essentially the gist of it is uninstall the game if you have it right now until they patch this up don't open it or anything or else you are going to be exposed to this um, yeah, it is running off Source. I wonder if that's why. Obviously, a lot of hackers are probably familiar with Source. You see that all the time with Valve's games like CSGO and all that. 
um, just one downside to you know having a game that's on such a popular engine but i'm not sure where this vulnerability comes into play it's weird because i know there was something similar to happen to apex um, and it was like free titanfall 2 that was like a few months ago so it's weird that titanfall has been having some you know <laughs> you know related hacking to it lately but yeah what do you think about this charlie yeah i mean it's pretty bad um ea really needs to get a hold of this because last time they had a major problem it was fixed by two people at respawn because they literally had everyone else doing other things and they and it wasn't even like they were told to do it it was two people at respawn were like we should probably fix this because no one else is um this is a much bigger problem this time because um although not outright said by respawn a lot of the fan communities and pages are, say, are telling people to not open the game at all um mainly because the the problem seems to come from they've somehow managed to hack the servers specifically um and the way it communicates with people's pcs and consoles this is a problem on console as well um is that it's rewriting a file on your pc to the point where the file gets so large it starts to delete other files on your computer that are important so then what will happen is your whole PC will just stop working because this file is just constantly trying to rewrite over other things like your system folders, which are obviously integral to Windows working. So that is the, the problem, um, is that this is damaging people's computers, not just, you know, the server side of things. This is really bad. Um, so, like, I, I uninstalled the game just to be safe. Uh, for the time being so i recommend if you've got titanfall 2 just uninstall it for the time being until we know it's safe to use again um it sucks because i i do enjoy titanfall 2 i like going back to it every few weeks or so just hopping in for a few multiplayer games but um it's just better to be safe than sorry in this situation yeah definitely it's such a bizarre story um but yeah i mimic that i don't have it currently installed but if anyone does i wouldn't risk it i wouldn't even risk it having it on your console just keep it off until you hear otherwise and yeah such a weird story man anyways a cool story to back you know to like kind of counterweight this is from young horses which is the bug snacks developer they came out earlier this week and they said that due to that due to them being like such a small team and obviously they can iterate really quickly and move around in terms of ideas that they're actually in a position right now where they're allowing their staff just to work four days a week and essentially creating this new balance where instead of working obviously five days and having two days off every week you're having four days on and three days off which is something that's really cool to see um i don't know how viable this would be for like bigger studios that obviously you know are kind of relied on by like crunching and a lot of developers working even overtime past five days right um, but it's really cool to see at least like an indie team be able to tack this on. And, you know, I'm definitely, I, I definitely would back a four to four to three work schedule. I feel like that's a lot healthier than the five to two we currently have everywhere else, or at least in America here. Um, but it's such a cool story. Definitely give that article a read in terms of how they're approaching it. Um, but yeah, Charlie, what'd you think about that four to three work schedule? Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see how it works. I think it works much better for, for companies like the guys behind Bugsnacks purely because, like you said, they are a smaller studio. They don't have a ton of people working for them, so they can be a bit more laid back with this stuff. Um, I think it'll be really interesting to see how it does for workflow. Um, I, I just think the, the idea of, of working solidly like nine to five, five days a week is, is a bit of an odd one now anyway. You know, th there was a lot of changes over the past year with with people working from home and stuff and you know i think a lot of companies found that people were a lot more productive because they had more time to do other things because you have you know 
you're minimizing the commute or going to grab food and people can take breaks when they need to because they're in their own home um, and it's just a bit more comfortable. And so I think people found that overall it was just a lot easier to work in an environment that is a bit more chilled. Um, I think with with having like a, a four to three schedule, I think for me personally, I think it would work better if you had a third day in the middle of the week um, than just having three days straight off. Um, just because I'm someone that likes to have intermittent breaks rather than necessarily just yeah, like a Wednesday couple of days on the trot. Yeah, like Wednesday or something. I think that would be a, a nice way of doing it. Um, but I'm yeah, I'm really interested to see how this does. I think it's great that they're embracing something like this because they have the ability to do that with such a small studio. Um, but yeah, it's cool to see. It's crazy how just taking one day off, like if you think about like a five to two work schedule, like where if you go from like Monday through Friday and only have Saturday and Sunday off, like that seems so daunting, obviously five days in a row, but then just a simple act of, I mean, it's not really simple, but like having Wednesday off, then all of a sudden that five day, you know, long stretch of working turns into just two chunks of two days or one chunk of two days and one chunk of three days. You'd have Monday, Tuesday, oh, no, it would be four days. So yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, which is a lot healthier in my opinion and then yeah like you said this especially helps with like smaller teams as well as like remotely so you know obviously you know you're saving time on the commute anyway and things like that so yeah that's interesting obviously it's nothing that's going to be adopted by like any american big corporation that values their profits right just because you know that's less hours that's less profits for them and all that but um, it's cool to see that this is at least working for them so far and it'd be interesting to see how you know this changes if it does spread anywhere else but very cool to see anyways our last story i actually haven't checked this out yet but if you want to talk about midnight suns and the new gameplay we got charlie let us know what you saw yeah so they had another sort of smaller gameplay demo this week uh this one was a bit more hands-on than the other one where they were showing a bit more just solid gameplay um of a boss fight going on between so it was wolverine uh the hunter who's like the player control character and then Sabretooth as the villain um they said it takes place kind of like quite far into the game and then they suddenly had to backtrack and say wait no it takes place like 10 hours into the game, which actually isn't that far. And I was like, okay, this is a long game then. <laughs> um, but it, it looked pretty interesting. So the, the they were like, even though it's card-based, it's very much like their previous games. And that kind of came across when he was playing it. Um, you've still got similar movement systems to say something like XCOM. You are moving units into certain places, mainly to try and combo things. So in the, the boss they were doing, they knocked, um, they moved around an enemy and then attacked them from a certain angle so that then they would go flying into somebody else and do damage to them as well. Uh, they also had an example where they controlled Wolverine to move in behind a crate and then he used the crate to do like a jump attack. So he like ran up it and then jumped down onto Sabretooth to do more damage and stuff. I think that stuff's really cool because uh, it does add more strategy. It seems like the way they're doing the card system is kind of just a different way of having abilities at the bottom of the screen. It doesn't seem as random as you initially think when you hear cards. It does seem like you can pick what cards you are going into battle with, um, which I think is good. I, it looks like they're more just going for the idea of having the card system as like a, a base. It's not like the whole game is just 
purely you know randomized card decks and that kind of thing so um i think it looked really promising they did a bit of walking around sort of the base showing off how that works talking to the different npcs and characters and stuff um overall i think it looks really fun i'm glad that they're showing off gameplay pretty regularly it seems like they're going to show something off every few weeks to every month up until release which i think is great um overall i'm pretty positive on the game so far i think it looks cool i'm glad that they marvel seem to be approaching lots of different developers to do stuff because this is something very different that hasn't they haven't really done at all so uh yeah i'm i'm excited for it i think the gameplay looked cool um i definitely want to see more yeah and it's simply they're like hitting up studios that have like a really good patch record with making games like obviously yeah. with them and their xcom and all that so that's awesome um, yeah, based on what you just said, that sounds cool. I'm definitely probably going to go check it out um, tonight and see what that's all about. But yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, that pretty much lets us end the episode. It's been a pretty big week this week, um, obviously with the PlayStation Showcase and even like the new story surrounding that. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, thank you guys for making it all the way to the end. Appreciate the course as usual. We'll see you next week for episode 42. And yeah, until next time, take it easy, everyone. See you later.